Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. Today the topic is stirring up. The expression is used many times in the Bible, most often in the sense of stirring up trouble. Here are four examples from Proverbs. Proverbs 10, 11. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. Proverbs 15, 1. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs 15, 18. A wrathful man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger allays contention. Proverbs 28, 25. He who is of a proud heart stirs up strife, but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. So just taking these four verses, we see that hatred, harshness, wrath, and pride stir up trouble, strife, and anger. How do they do this? Well, no doubt, the hatred, harshness, wrath, and pride come out of the mouth. I think they can also come out of the eyes with a look, but most of the time, let's face it, it's words. Words can stir up lots of trouble, as well as a hateful look or a sneer. And you can see this all over the internet, can you not? (laughs) Um, Stirring up of strife, stirring up of anger. Stirring, stirring, stirring. Lots of stirrings. To stir up is to create a mood, a reaction. And in the instances above, in Proverbs, a fight breaks out. And to stir it up is to intentionally try to get others to react. Hatred creates a mood of contention. And this is what causes riots or wars to break out. Jezebel stirred up her husband Ahab to do wickedness. It's a wicked stirring, but words can also stir up fear. If you're in the Bible reading challenge, then you're reading Nehemiah with us right now. And his enemies made several attempts to stir up fear and discouragement. Even Judah complained that the work was too great and the men were exhausted. These were words of discouragement that could certainly have stirred up unbelief and caused many to give up. Stirring up trouble comes from the world, the flesh, and the devil. It is used to manipulate, to steer, and to disrupt. We see in the Gospels in Mark 15, the chief priests stirred up the crowd. And that's how Jesus got crucified, was stirring up the crowd. But little wars can break out in your own home. One toddler has the power to stir up trouble, does he not? Though on a smaller scale. But the result is strife and conflict in your home. One of the kids was quietly playing with a toy, and another one came up and grabbed it away, or kicked down the Lego fort. And trouble breaks out. Seldom does the offended child just quietly get up and move on. No. A toddler can even stir up strife with his parents. And really, the adults should know better. Wisdom can see what's happening. They can see what is at work here. Nehemiah stood firm despite the lies and threats of his enemies, not giving way to fear, but crying out to God. And he put up a defensive force all around the wall of the city to look out 
So there are just a couple of applications. There are probably actually many, but two I want to emphasize right here. The first is pray that you will not be stirring up strife in your own family or your church or any place. Don't stir up strife. Watch your tongue. Pray that you'll have the heart of wisdom to recognize it when others are trying to stir you up into a sinful position of fear or strife. See what's going on and act with wisdom. When your children are stirring up trouble, don't let your own heart be affected. Discipline with a wise objectivity. Stay above the fray. Don't chew them out. Teach them, correct them with calmness and authority and love. Thankfully, there is another kind of stirring up that we can set our hearts and minds to do. And this is when we stir up ourselves or others for good. 1 Timothy 1.6, Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. This means, of course, Paul's talking specifically to Timothy, who has been called. But you can do this. You can remind yourself. You can stir yourself up to what God has called you to do. What duties has he given you? Rouse yourself. Pull yourself out of whatever funk you have drifted into. Give yourself a stirring. It's been a long winter. Don't let that turn into hibernation. Stir yourself up. Hebrews 10, 23-25 says this, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. All right, this is great. This is a good kind of stirring up. Hold fast. Stir up love. Stir up some good works. Don't neglect to gather to worship on the Lord's day. Stir yourself up. What good works does God have for you today? Well, stir up your heart. Don't give way to discouragement, fear, self-pity, or gathering up resentment in your heart because of what someone said, what someone didn't say, what someone did. Shake it off. Ask God to stir your heart to do what he's called you to do today. Exodus 35, 21, here's another kind of stirring. Then everyone came whose heart was stirred, and everyone whose spirit was willing, and they brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting, for all its service, and for the holy garments. Okay, here we have this stirring that we could remind ourselves Sunday morning, Saturday night, preparing for worship. Stirring up, have a willing spirit. Gather your people together. Have everyone in the right frame of spirit and go to worship. And in Exodus 35, we have those wise women whose hearts were stirred with wisdom to spin yarn. Okay, so they are making cloth for the tabernacle. And their hearts are stirred with wisdom. God is stirring them up with wisdom. And then in Exodus 36 too, then Moses called Bezalel and Holiab and every gifted artisan in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, everyone whose heart was stirred to come and do the work. What a great perspective to have on our daily duties. Lord, 
stir our hearts with wisdom, to do our duties with gladness and gratitude. This is a wall of protection against those who would stir us up to strife and conflict. The Lord stirred Nehemiah's heart to go and rebuild the walls around Jerusalem. And then when others had their hearts stirred to discourage him, he stood fast. So having our hearts stirred up to do what God has called us to do is a great protection against being stirred up in the wrong way. So stir up your heart to read the word. Don't make excuses. Don't tell yourself you don't have time. Stir your heart up and ask God to stir you up to do all he's called you to do. Thanks so much for joining me today. Blessings on all those stirrings. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around. <laughs>